Hey there, I'm Shrivar, the host of this episode of Cost to Company. If you listen to this, you'll only be able to hear part of the episode. To hear the full version, click on any of the full episode links below. Don't worry, it's still completely free and widely available, just not here. All right, on to the show now. Cost to Company is a podcast driven by you and made for you. The insights and thoughts that you share with us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter fuel us to get inside and demystify the Indian workplace like never before. And that's what helps us tell you what's really going on before you hear it on your own Slack channels. Going forward, we're making the sharing process easier. We've made a type form that'll be linked to the top of our show notes every week. You can drop in your story ideas, things happening at your workplace, bizarre but telling stories that happen around you. Stories only you have the vantage point of telling. It'll be confidential, it'll be safe and it'll be one step closer for us to meet you where you are. Tell us your stories and truly become a part of the show. Again, first link in the show notes. Let's get on with the episode. In Bengal, the state where I hail from, we have a saying. It's a word actually. It's called Aschi. Aschi literally translated means I'll be there or I'm coming. But the interesting part is when we use this. We use this when we're saying goodbye, when we're leaving a place. So it automatically starts to have a different connotation. Instead of saying goodbye, we say I'll be back soon. And that's different from see you later because that has no definite stance to it. You'll see me, sure, but will you see me here at the movies on Zoom, who knows? Even aloha, the popular Hawaiian phrase, means hello and goodbye, but it's more of a greeting than a promise. In corporates too, goodbyes are pretty standard. The farewell mail, the 2 pound chocolate cake if you're lucky, the customary please feel free to get in touch for anything slack message. All of these things definitely have a cost attached to it. But you know what's a bigger cost? When your HR doesn't do these things. You can classify all of these things as offboarding, sure, but there's more than what meets the eye. You know, traditionally it used to be, you know, like a uh, you know, a, something which no one wants to really talk about, right? Like that's Karthik Mandavili. He's the CEO of Springworks, an HR solutions company based in Bengaluru and Santa Monica. Now it has changed, you know, it's completely, completely, you know, changed. So offboarding is, as in, if not for the person who's leaving, it's, you know, important for the people who are actually in the company, right? And the second thing, um, offboarding is not really an, you know, end, right? So um, some companies have done this, uh, you know, now and, you know, we've you know, been one of the... Startups that offboard well have an unfair advantage over those who don't. And that's a far cry from what used to happen merely a few years ago because nobody really cared too much about offboarding anyway. How has this changed? Why has this changed? How do companies look at this? From a tactical perspective, from a strategic perspective, aren't those two pretty much the same words? Almost suddenly, companies have started paying top dollar to offboard well. We'll understand how organizations are going against the grain to make sure that the employees are having a great time, not just when they join, 
but also when they leave to not just say hello but also goodbye and that got me thinking is offboarding becoming as important as onboarding let's find out okay um uh, let me take 10 seconds welcome to cost to company a podcast about workplaces and careers by the ken we'll tell you how your workplace is changing before you hear it on slack i'm your host shrivar So if you're older than me chances are that you weren't onboarded or offboarded from your organizations you perhaps had joining formalities and exit formalities and see this isn't just a change in nomenclature it's a part of something larger employee experience management they also have a cool abbreviation for it ex but before we dive deeper into ex It's important to understand why employee experience management exists in the first place. It's to scale culture. Think about it. Onboarding and offboarding are pretty much the first and the last things that happen to you in an organization. But if we don't understand how culture, the gooey stuff that ties all of it together, has evolved over the last few years, especially in startups, we won't be able to crack why offboarding has suddenly become so important well, i come from flipkart so flipkart uh, right from day one had a lot of focus on culture building that's arun vigneswaran he's the current head of people at x10x a startup that helps other startups scale themselves and their culture subsequently and previously looked at the center of excellence at flipkart had a nice lunch uh, had a uh, like uh, rice and fish so i'm sort of like you know all sorted as you can tell he has come prepared for a conversation and comes with truckloads of experience in the ex and company culture space see culture is something that we might take for granted at startups like from there when i went and spoke to founders series a series b i realized uh, that's not how it is right founders were like uh, uh, hey i know how to build the product i know how to Uh, build the business i am very comfortable about my business matrices right gmb arr mrr mau but but how to think about people right um, it seems like a very fuzzy uh, topic where i have to uh, take some people decisions along the way and some of them go right some of them don't go right um, and a lot of them are like uh, people tell i have a toxic culture but i have no idea how to change this right how to think about this Yeah, founders may be great at solving top of the funnel challenges, breaking down complex business goals into snackable objectives and key results, or sailing on a trajectory of growth. But knowing how the people in their orgs are functioning and feeling, that was a bit of an unknown unknown. And that's where employee experience management comes in. It helps you codify culture not just into lofty mission statements or notion or coda. But with your numbers, having a ENPS or a Employee Net Promoter Score helps with this. 
then every quarter you sort of write down your growth goals and you write your write down your top 5 right and in that people never used to figure but now there is a even though it's a fifth one and not the first one but still it figures and it says that you know i want to take my enps from x to y enps stands for employee net promoter score it's derived from a scale that goes from minus 100 to plus 100 and this scale has been used aggressively by arun and his team for brands like licious misho and practo to name a few these companies have different ways of how they approach onboarding and offboarding but having a score like the nps helps to standardize feelings and processes so instead of saying i'm feeling very happy today you say on a scale of 1 to 100 i feel like 68 on my happiness index right uh So, and that's a very sharp articulation and then after that you have key results saying that which means i have to fix my uh, performance system which means i have to like have a better employee experience in terms of say my onboarding and offboarding there is a bit of also that currency building right like for example last year there are a set of founders who are putting it out on uh, twitter saying that uh, uh, you know i think uh, kunal started this kunal from credit started this saying that you know, hey my uh ENPS is this I've been told that this is what it is now what is yours right and then there are like two three of them who engaged and started the conversation so i feel even that that measurement and uh that employee experience journey uh, measurement also has played a role so there are these two three things which have played a role but definitely i think over the last from five years back to now there is a lot more it, it doesn't come as an afterthought for the founder it's pretty much there for the founder that i need to do something about this and different people are sort of approaching it also in different ways free uh, so it's not just the employee experience but the measurement of the employee experience that matters on a scale of 1 to 10 how is your onboarding on a scale of 0 to 100 how is your offboarding all this helps companies like kunal shah's cred you can scale culture because you can measure it so i mean there was this interesting question which the, one of the founders asked me so now arun you're telling me that you know this is your enps this is a this is attrition piece tell me does it have an impact on my business performance right? because that is the true test right does ex have an impact on my business performance so we are actually looking at that data we still don't have that but you know um, short term maybe no short term you can still afford to raise funds hire people fire people you know continue to grow but long term it catches up it it, it catches up And the beauty about numbers is that it can be plugged into your business. It can give a snapshot of how you're doing in the short term, and perhaps why you won't succeed in the long term. Founders realize that if they really want to scale, they can't ignore what people are going through, especially when they're entering and exiting an organization. See, it's not just the main course that matters, but the starters and desserts too. But you know, these are still people's processes we're speaking about. can we really just make it all about numbers all the time so i just had to ask arun this do you think there's more feeling involved or there's more calculation involved in this uh okay that's a good question i think there is uh, you know there's a mix of both involved right so uh, of course you know everybody has in their back of mind right employee experience uh, uh, has an impact on the overall You reached the end of the first part of the podcast. To listen to the full episode, click on any of the links below. The episode is still completely free and widely available. Thanks for tuning in.